I like have some seriously helpful shit. There's a sweet layer of heaven when you wake up to rain on the window and your bed is in a new direction in the room because you rearranged and it all feels new and different. And from your nest, perched upon every pillow you can make into a pile, you see a new roof line and different squirrels jungle gymming in different trees. And you realize you've been missing all that, looking in one direction all this time. And it's a bright discovery. And with good light for writing and coffee and your robe and the rain, you couldn't possibly be happier. Just yesterday, I was having a happiness show and tell with my counselor. And I talked about how in spite of realizing I've arrived for the moment on the on a platform and my clothes aren't rumpled and I feel good here and I don't feel impatient for the next train to come because I like where I am. But in spite of that, I notice my brain is feeling sorely unemployed, underemployed and wants to be useful. And I need to keep reminding her all is well and we don't need a game plan for the future right now. So sure is she that life is never all that well for long. She stands, arms folded, with one hip out to the side, eyebrow raised, and her lips smirking a, you just wait, you'll come crying kind of look. But to be fair, I'm not giving my brain much to work on, and it does feel odd. The other day, I had the random feeling I should go to the hardware store for tongue oil. So I did, and I spent my entire free afternoon scrubbing and rubbing it into my most prized possession, a desk that my dad built for me. And the whole time, my brain was like, you can't just do a DIY job at one in the afternoon on a work day. We need to think through how things are going and make sure we are on track. But I assured her we were that the office work had been done and it was recess and we could do whatever we wanted. But it's crazy to see her fidgetiness. Even when all the signs say the coast is clear, she still can't believe it. So strange. But there's a yinness I keep talking about that I want in a relationship where I can allow the man to take up the masculine pole, don't be dirty, and I inhabit the feminine, and I lean back into his chest and I feel held like I can let go all my trying just for like 10 minutes after dinner. That's what I want. That allowing feminineness. So I want that with a man, but I also want that to some degree at work. And I know I am not a jellyfish of yinness blobbing in a puddle, doing no things. I know you can't just be that all day. You've got to have some fiery action to, like, do your life. But I've been such a bulldozer of life, and now I'm tired of that. And so I've been dancing with enjoyment and ease, and I'm not pushing at work, and it's going good so far. And yet those tight-ass bitches in marketing are freaking out because they've seen the Q1 reports and are not super stoked with our brand's lack of upward mobility. 
even though they approve of my new outfits for work and say they are going to kill it on Instagram if we can ever get a goddamn photographer up in here to show off this love cave of opulence and delight that also functions as a doctor's salon. But anywho, yinness and work. So the team meeting got tense because they want us to make the money, like a little more than has been coming in. And so we had this whole talk about how that actually happens. And I said, well, after 15 years of doing this, I still haven't seen a direct correlation between marketing and money coming in. And they freaked out and said, that's because I'm not doing it right. And maybe that's true, but it's still my experience. And that sounds bad as I say it, because I know marketing is a real thing that works for some people. And I get that it's a gigantic industry and trillions are spent to tell me I should buy something, and I do. So yeah, I guess I do see that marketing works. But regardless, up to now, it hasn't worked for me. But when I walked out of my counselor's office, I just felt the freedom of this not trying to market approach. Like I could lay back and let the river carry me where it would. I felt like, okay, universe, you want me to keep being a doctor? Bring me the patients, show them to my door, and please show me what I need to do to tell them I'm here, and please can I be myself self whilst I do so. Can I market myself in a way that doesn't feel like carving off my skin with a dull potato peeler? So please, God, show me how to tell the world what's on offer in my poet salon medical office place where I live. And I feel at ease trusting that God will show me what to say. It's not lost on me that there's a big reason why I haven't been super financially successful all these years. I think it's because there's been so much shame and hiding and anger and confusion and trauma and disappointment about my career and the place it holds in the world and the fact that it was a bomb that detonated my marriage and all that shit made it really hard to stand up tall and proud and declare, hey world, come see me, I'm great. So yeah, that was a big old fly in the ointment of my marketing plans for like probably about the last 10 of the 15 years I've been doing this. But with my divorce and my dad's stuff healed and Mike dying and the epic fallow Februaries that kick your ass so bad, After all that tough, tough stuff, it's April, bitches, and I'm back. And probably God does want me to see some people now that I don't feel like I'm covered in dog shit. And like there's a pandemic and everyone is losing their fucking minds. And I like have some seriously helpful shit for helping them. Then, yeah, I think I'll probably start to get busier again. And then the money will start rolling in. And the marketing ladies will finally chill and go get a pale green frappuccino ice to celebrate. And I can let out a big sigh of relief because I know it's going to be okay. Because I'm not actually in charge of this whole enterprise like I thought. I'm just little Sarah Payton who likes to have fun and not push too hard, enjoy my life, and offer the goods I've got. And I'd like to uncurl my stiff fingers from the steering wheel and see the blood coming back into my white knuckles because I realize now I'm the goofball in the back seat with my toy steering wheel 
And I've been thinking I'm driving the car, but now I can see God's actually up front, large and in charge. And so like that significantly changes the ideas I have about what I think I'm supposed to do in my business and with all my time and energy and shit. So that's pretty cool and like a total weight off, you know.